This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. Welcome back. This is episode number nine. Today, we're going to be talking about how planning will change your year. You know, this is the time of year where everyone is focused on what the new year is going to bring. What do they want to accomplish? What kind of goals do you want to accomplish next year? You know, trying to plan what the next year is going to to bring for you. Are you going to keep those same goals that you didn't get accomplished this year? Are you going to do something different? Where are you going to go? And, you know, I think I've done this my whole life where I've always looked to the new year and and thought, okay, about what what goals do I want to do? And it's it's kind of funny. I'm kind of funny with New Year's. I I often try to start my goals a month or two in advance of the new year, <laughs> at least. I, I don't know what it is. It's just kind of funny for me. I do love what brings a fresh new year, but I love to get a, a nice jump start on the new year. I like to be hitting the ground running, so to speak. But you know, with the new year just coming up here in a few days, it makes me think about okay, how do we accomplish these goals? Either ones we've already started or ones that we're about to kick off with the new year. And if you're listening to this and it's not the new year, think about those goals that you want to start, when you want to start, and and figure out how to make that happen. And so there's a quote that you may have heard before. It says, a goal without a plan is just a wish. And that was attributed to Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. I probably slaughtered that name. but a goal without a plan is just a wish. And I've, you know, I've heard that quote over the years and I I love it because it rings true to me. I've had times where I have had goals that I have just been so excited about. I'm going to make this happen. We're going to do this. I'm dropping everything. You know, what would you give up in order to accomplish this one thing? And and in the end, I didn't have a great plan. And so it became a wish, truly. Just something that wasn't really going to get me where I needed to go because I didn't make the plan. I didn't set things up in advance to be successful because that's one of the hardest things is if you don't plan or if you don't make the decisions of what you're going to do when things get hard to accomplish your goal on the front end, you're never going to accomplish it. So what's one of the ways you can plan? What can you do? Well, first off, you need to have a goal and have the goal set properly. There are lots of different goal setting methods, and we're not going to cover those today. There's lots of places you can do that. Uh, We've talked a little about goals in the past, and and we'll likely talk more about it in the future. But today, we just want to talk about the planning element after your goal is properly set, right? You know, some people use the you know, the smart methodology or any of those type of methodologies, right? Specific, measurable, actionable, all those different parts of the goal. But those are important. The goals do need to be specific and measurable. And they they do need to have a time horizon or be time bound in some way. And so so those, those really are some of the important elements. So once you have that, then you can hold yourself accountable to a goal. So when I was in college, I was once told that there was one thing That would help change my future and my ability to accomplish my goals more than most anything else. And I was told that that is to have a personal weekly planning meeting 
planning session, planning and review session, whatever you want to call it, with myself. So if I would do this, that would help me change my future and my ability to accomplish my goals for myself. And, you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but I, I did not do very well with it, I must admit, in following that advice at first. I mean, truly, you know, I had to rediscover this great advice a couple of different times over life before it finally stuck. So this weekly planning session is something that has changed my life. And it's something that I believe can change your life too. Taking the time to plan, review, whatever you need to do in whatever format you need will make all the difference for you. I've used all types of different planning methods and things as well. Like I've, I've used paper planners, you know, that are all pre put out. I've used specialty planners. I've used specialty apps. I've used Excel spreadsheets and I've even used just plain old piece of white copy paper you know, folded in half with, with my notes and truly they've all worked for me at different times of life. And one may work better for you in a different job, a different role, different time of life. And I have found currently that I am most successful in my planning by using just my good old calendar application on my phone, my built-in reminders application for recording my tasks. And then each day I take a white piece of copy paper folded in half and I write my to-do list for the day because I just get that satisfaction of just crossing it off. I just, I really enjoy that and rewriting my goals for the day. It really helps me refocus and determine what's most important. There's just something about handwriting it for me. So that's, that's what I do currently. I love having it right on my phone because that way it syncs with my phone, my personal computer, my work computer, my iPad and all the different places. It all syncs. And I can get notifications if I wish on any of those devices. And so that's what works for me. And honestly, what works for me won't work for others. And so you got you to gotta, you gotta figure that out, trial and error. But the one piece that doesn't change is that I schedule time on whatever calendar system I'm using to have my weekly planning session. I have had my weekly planning session. I've tried it on multiple days of the week. Generally... Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. And so I have, I've had different reasonings over my life of why I would do one or the other. I've had times where I wanted to start the week out with doing my planning session. I've, I've had times where I wanted to do it midweek. So that way I could still have time to accomplish something during the week if I had a great idea. Right now, I do it, I do it on Friday afternoons. It works for my schedule and I make it happen. And it's, it's a way that I can get a kickstart on figuring out where I'm at at the end of this week. And then going forward to the next week, it lets me know, okay, what's going to happen Monday? So for me, Monday, I already know what's my top priority for the week. If I could only accomplish one thing during the week, I make sure I establish that. This is priority number one. That's what I'm going to do. And so I love doing that planning session. It gives me clarity going into my weekend. It lets me relax a little bit more. And it lets me know that I'm starting the next week right off on the right foot. So having this planning session has been transformational for me. It's given me a chance to get clear on what needs to be accomplished on given days. It allows me to actually schedule things in advance. I'll find out that if my top priority is to do X, well, I need to set up a meeting with so-and-so. You know, I got to meet with John on Wednesday 
if I'm ever going to have a chance of getting this all accomplished before Friday. And so I'll send an email out real quick. Hey, John, can you meet with me on at 2 p.m. on Wednesday next week so we can go through whatever this is so that I can get it accomplished and and already start the ball rolling so that when I go into my week, I'm, I'm set up to succeed. So getting clear on what is your top focus and what is the top priority will make it happen. You know, it gives me a chance to see where I'm at with my goals. Once again, goals should be measurable, right? And specific. So it should be, you should be able to measure it. And I love knowing that I'm going into this planning meeting with those goals in mind. I have them written down. They're clear. I know when they be accomplished. I can see, okay, how close am I to accomplishing, you know, a certain piece of the goal that will allow me to accomplish my bigger goal, whether it's a monthly, quarterly, or annual goal. And so doing that each week really helps me. And one of the other things that I find as you're doing your progress, you can find as you're tracking it, it actually can get you really excited. You start making even faster traction than you ever even thought at the beginning of the year or quarter or month when you first set that goal. Often I'll find that I'll even accomplish my goals faster than planned if I will do these weekly planning sessions. It also allows you to do some other things in your personal life. It allows you to not just get clear on your goals for work, but also for your personal life, right? I mean, we're going into the new year and it seems like everyone, right, has a goal around exercise, which honestly, I think is a great thing. We should be focused on our health because our health is that one thing that truly does impact every part of our lives, impacts our life at work, impacts our life at home. It will determine how well we feel. We're actually going to do an episode here in the in the near future about exercise and, and the importance of exercise as a leader. But needless to say, exercise can make a difference. And if you don't plan the exercise you're going to do in advance, guess what? It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. So plan your exercise in advance. Talk about that in your planning session. Look for the barriers, for the things that are going to be the roadblocks that are going to get in your way. Look for those during your planning session. Take the time to think about it and plan ways to overcome the barriers, not just to a goal like exercise, but all goals. I play the piano, love the piano, play the piano since I was young and, and love it. And, you know, it's one of those things that as much as I love the piano, it's the thing that relaxes me, but I have to plan. It's so funny. One of the things I like to do the very most, I have to I have to actually plan it into my schedule to play the piano or it won't happen. And so I also have to make sure that when I'm doing my practice for the piano, I mean, I don't have a normal piano teacher anymore like I used to in the past. And they used to tell me what to, what to practice. Just like people have a personal trainer, right, for exercising. If you don't have one of those things, you need to make a plan yourself or you'll flounder. So me, I find if I don't in my, if I don't plan what I'm going to practice, you know, if it's a song I'm going to learn or some other technique I want to improve on, if I don't plan those things in advance, I'm going to fail. I know I'm going to fail because I've done it over time. And so, but when I do schedule it out, I do become deliberate and intentional about the things that I'm going to do. It's amazing. I find myself accomplishing my goals. So 
These are all things you've heard, things you've done in the past. But I'm telling you, if in the past you didn't take the time to do this little planning and review session each week to just review, to not allow yourself to fail, look for the roadblocks, you didn't give yourself the best chance in the past. And this will make a difference. I promise you. It has for me. So what do you do if you're not a natural born planner, right? You're not one of those people that just, you know, you were five years old and you made your to-do list and had to accomplish it. And, you know, you're not just a natural born planner. What do you do? You got to do it anyway. The good thing is it doesn't matter if it looks like what I do or what someone else you know does. It's okay. Find your own method. And if your own method is just a plain old piece of paper, then great. Make that plain old piece of paper work for you. Even if it's just as simple as taking five minutes once a week to just clearly identify your top priority for next week. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is it. That is okay. That is so much better than just letting the week happen. Let the days go by. Find that one thing and write it down so that you know the next week. You can report back to yourself in your next meeting whether you accomplished it or not. And you can look back and say, okay, what stopped me from accomplishing that goal? What stopped me from doing what I determined last week was the the most important? Did I go and put out fires for other people? Did I let someone else just take away my focus? Probably. Happens to all of us. But I'm telling you, if you identify what's most important, it will happen much more often. So planning sessions, how long should they take? I gave an example just barely of someone just taking five minutes to plan just that one top priority. Yes, you can make that happen. And that's okay. My planning sessions, I plan an hour for my weekly planning session. Sometimes I use every minute and even go over. Other times I'm done in 10 to 15. And that's okay. So plan what you think is going to work for you and adjust. It's all right. Adjust. You know, I'm one. I do like to plan. I'm, I'm one of those people. My wife, actually, she laughs at me. I tell her that I love being spontaneous as long as we put it on the schedule. <laughs> you know, I, I love being spontaneous. It's funny. I used to think I'm like, I'm easy going. I love doing anything. I love going with the flow. But then I realize, oh, gosh, as time goes on, I, I really do like to have it on the schedule. And so my wife laughs at me and, and it's OK. So we actually put on the schedule to, to be spontaneous and to do something. And it works for us. Right. And it's it's fun. So plan, plan what you want to accomplish and it's going to happen. So we talked about the importance of measurement in past episodes. And we talked about it at the beginning of this episode with setting your goals, right? So in the past, we were talking about measurement in terms of goals for your team or for team members so you could hold them accountable. Here's the deal. This is you holding yourself accountable right? You're setting these goals. You have these big goals in your mind right now, right? It's the beginning of the new year, beginning of a new quarter, new month, whatever it is, you're ready. You're fired up. So define what you're going to do and make sure it's a clear measure so that you can hold yourself accountable. And these consistent planning and review meetings will get you there. It will get you there. But your goal has to be continuously in front of you, right? It has to be continuously in front of you. So what do we need to do? First, set a time on your calendar to do 
your first planning session. Give yourself a little extra time, right, to do this first planning session. Do it before the first of the year. You probably have a little bit of time off of work, right? Take a few minutes to do a little planning session. Don't be so worried about the format. Some people feel like they have to, you know, they have to buy a specialty planner. They have to get some specialty app, just like we talked about. And those are totally okay if that's your thing. I'm off in that way myself. I, I get some satisfaction from doing that. But don't let the action of buying an app or ordering a new planner or setting up your planner be the action that gives you the fulfillment versus the goal that you knew was most important. The whole reason you bought the planner or bought the app, right? Don't let that action take place of true action that will move you forward, right? So start out with a white piece of paper. Fold that thing in half and write down what you want to accomplish next week. What are the top things on your plate in your personal life, in your work life? Write them down. Then prioritize them as best you can and figure out what that one thing is, that top focus, the thing that if you accomplish next week, you can say, yes, I did it. I was successful this week. Find that thing. And then make the plans now to be successful. Make the plans now to be successful. And then next week, review, see how you did. And any barriers that got in your way, figure out how to eliminate them. Often, the way to eliminate those barriers, it can be to plan a little better. It can be to delegate Often, right, there are parts to your life or things that you might be holding on to or doing that you need to delegate. And that's the reason they throw you off. Perhaps you spend too much time putting out fires for other people in your organization. And maybe by just a little bit more preparation on your part, setting a little bit better expectations, perhaps you too can have less of those barriers, less of those roadblocks getting in your way and you will be able to accomplish these goals that are sitting in front of you. Whether it's a new year's resolution or a big annual goal that you want so bad to accomplish, whether it's losing a little weight, whether it's exercising consistently, reading more, hitting that big sales goal, helping that person on your team that needs that help. Get those goals, plan well, and you will accomplish them and make it happen. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for my next year. I'm excited for what it's going to bring. And all of us together, we can make this happen. Have a wonderful 2021, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavoroflearership.com. Thanks for listening.